How are you? Oh my gosh, hi, I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling in this fine morning. What's going on? Um, I wanted to talk to you in particular. I listened to your Family Dynamics episode, mm-hmm. and I was hoping we could dive into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I have a very rocky relationship with my mom. Okay. Um, I'm almost 30. Okay. And I'm a people pleaser. I come from a divorced family, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of wanting to discuss with you if I should continue to pursue this relationship with my own mom and trying to build it and get over my resentment yeah. that I have towards her or if I should let it go for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, without knowing anything else, I hear an incredible amount of pain in your voice and that breaks my heart. And I, I understand the acute pain of of family members hurting you and letting you down. Uh, So firstly, I just want to say you're very brave for calling in and I'm sorry for what you've been through. And I I really honor the fact that you want, you are even asking this question, right? Because at the end of the day, when we grow up, we realize family's family forever, but we don't have to show up in the same way that we showed up when we were kids. And you said that you were a people pleaser. And oftentimes being a people pleaser in adulthood is actually a trauma response from a very negative family situation. I don't know if that's the case for you, but sometimes when kids are dealing with parents with big personalities or whatever, that is that that is their trauma response. Um, so, okay. So the question is, do you try and or do you let it breathe for a sec? Well, let me ask you this. Is your mom trying? No. Sorry, no? No. No. Oh, my love. Um I think I think sometimes it's best to give to to enforce a healthy boundary because it sometimes space is the best thing. Sometimes a little bit of room is really really helpful. And it's so painful because as a child you never give up on your parents, right? You want you want that bond, you want that relationship, you want that back and forth with them, but sometimes you just you have to you have to protect yourself. And yeah. I, it doesn't mean you have to cut her out completely. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, completely excommunicate her. It, I I think maybe just to me, again, I know very little to me, my instinct right. is saying you're kind of at your breaking point and you're kind of like, how much longer can I do this? How much longer can I repeat the same you know, questions? How much longer can I ask my mom to have these sit down conversations? How much how much longer can I ask her to show up and be my fucking mom? And so I think maybe it's time to just say, OK, put up your hands and wave the white flag and just let it be and and see what she does in response right because if you if you stop calling if you stop putting in as much effort if you stop trying to fix this relationship and she doesn't she doesn't reach out to you and she doesn't start to make an effort that will be incredibly painful but it will also be very telling and you're an adult and you're forging your own story right now and if she's not putting in 50% or more than 50%, she should be putting in more because she's your mother. Um, then it's not healthy for you to continue to pursue this at this level. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I just needed to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. And 
like I just look up to you and I know you've had your own yep. situation with your own parents as well. Um, yeah. So I and think I just needed to hear it from someone. Yeah. And listen, from in my case, a space, a lot of space and a lot of boundaries was actually the thing that made it made it better for me. Again, not okay. one size fits all, but it was a difficult right. decision that I made where I was like, you know what? This is actually not what I I can't spend 100% of my energy trying to fix things anymore and I need to just take care of myself because I'm starting to be an adult and I need to just protect my energy and when I did that it's weird it took a couple years but things did kind of start to to just kind of cool down a little bit in a good way um there's hope (laughs) there's hope I and I get it listen I get it so much I get it it's such a deep guttural pain family stuff and I and I really really I'm just my heart goes out to you today but you have to you got to put on your own life vest before you can help someone else you know and people have have got to want to show up for the relationship too it can't just be a one-way street especially not because you're the child you know yeah all right thank you so much tanks I love you so much I love you tons I'm thinking about you okay be strong be strong I love you (laughs) bye babe Oof. I just family dynamics are so trying and I think especially for women we always want to fix as daughters right you know especially as daughters we're like I can fix this I can fix this I just you know give me a minute and I'll fix every dynamic that's gone back for 50 years in my family I'll fix these relationships I'll fix these people but the thing is you can't and when you're a grown up, you have to protect yourself. And you also, what I want to say, you guys hear me on this, is heal your trauma so that you don't pass it on to your own family. Like that is so important. That's probably a better use of her time than trying over and over and over, banging her head against the wall, trying to fix this with her mom. Probably a better use of her time is healing her trauma, right? So that she doesn't take it into her next relationship, take it into her children, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk to JC. Hi, JC. How are you? Oh, my God. Hi, Jake. Good morning. <laughs> What's going on? Good morning. This is like unreal to me. I am such a huge like fan. I've been following you for like the past two years. And like I tell all my friends about you, I say all your mantras like Thank you. all the time to either myself or my friends. So um, this is just really unreal and what a dream come true and I'm what a way to start my win. So excited to chat with you. Thank you for the kind words and thanks for being a part of the community for so long. That's very cool. Thank you. Of course. And also, um, if you hear any noises, my cat is going crazy. Like he has the zoomies right now. Oh, um, I, I know it all too well. I know it all person. too well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The zoomies, nothing can stop them when they're in the zoomie zone. Truly it's, He's three years old now, and still, it's like Aww. he's a kitten. So. Oh, I love that. love a playful personality. What's your question? What's your story? What's going on? Yeah, so I saw in your story that you were wanting a ick story, I, or if we had yes, any ick stories. Yes, I want to know, and the reason that I want to know is because I'm starting to think that I'm my therapist has diagnosed me with being ick intolerant. She's like, you're extremely ick intolerant and you need to chill. But I just so I want to know if there's other people out there like me suffering from ick intolerance. So please tell me your story. Thank you for calling in with one. Of course. Well, I am in a wonderful relationship with a man that I 
I'm so obsessed and love so much. Um, but this is actually about an ex who okay, came back around literally last week. Oh, so my God. Love very it. timely. Love um, it. So I made a new friend and at, like, a workout class. And she was having, like, a birthday, like, going out event. So I went, and I didn't know any of the other girls. Um, but when I got there, I realized that some of the girls were friends with an ex of mine from like five years ago. Okay. Um, and once we made that connection, they kept being like, oh my God, like he's the worst. Like he's, has it gotten better? He's still single. Like he treats girls like shit still. And I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah. So they got, everybody was like drinking and they invited him to come to the bar that we were at. Mm. Um, which was kind of weird in yeah. my opinion, but yeah, that is a little like, weird. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, it's my friend's birthday, and I don't care about this man. Um, but first off, he showed up in flip flops. Ugh, ick. to a bar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, people can call, people can say whatever they want about me. It is an ick for me. Icks are personal, and to me, that the story could end there, and I would be icked out. It truly, like, I've never been more dry in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> amazing 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 okay so he shows up in flip-flops so he shows up in flip-flops he's very much like washed up frat boy mm. um so then like the whole night he keeps like bringing up the past and being like my mom loved you like my mom always really liked oh. you and my favorite days uh are like when I think back to when we would hang out or like this specific date that we had. And oh. I was just like, you follow me and you know I have a boyfriend. Like so literally. Yeah. Sidebar men always come back or their lives get worse. Carry on. Carry literally, on. Literally. That was my, that was what I told all my friends. I was like, I cannot, like, this is that mantra coming to fruition. Coming to life. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the rest of the night, he, like, wouldn't leave me alone, kept being, like, he would try and make points to be, like, oh, that's a classic JC move, and I was just, like, I, we have not seen each other in, like, five years. Yeah, um, Ick. So, this is, like, really unnecessary, um, but I just thought I would share that your mantra came true, but also an ick story, because the flip-flops in the bar truly, that started off on a great note yeah i mean it's just it's it's so fun when they come back around like i i don't mean to be petty but i do love the men always come back or their lives get worse mantra because when the clause is activated it feels good come on it's human nature it does feel good and then to have an ick on top of it is like a double jeopardy it's like unbelievable i was just like this is also like the worst but best day of my life yeah just like i have seen him like in five years so it was kind of nice to see it like be so horrible like a train wreck yeah that you couldn't keep your eyes away from yeah uh, because it was so bad yeah so I just thought I would share thank Hopefully, you for sharing like it brightened your Wednesday up a little it bit. It totally brightened me up. I was, I'm literally crying, laughing that at the I've never been drier in my life. Comment like that is the the comment of the show already. That's so funny. Thank you for sharing. I'm glad you're in a happy relationship now, and that the claws worked. And thank you for just being part of my community. You have the loveliest energy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye, babe. Bye. Ugh, it's so 
great when the clause is activated. And you know what's so funny is like sometimes you don't even see the icks when you're so in it. Like especially if you've done reverse box theory to yourself and you're just like you go blind and then you see them a couple years later and you're like, wow. I just completely missed the fact that he wears flip-flops 90% of the time. I know I'm going to get shit for the flip-flop thing, but I don't I don't like them, okay? I don't want to see men's foot in that position, and I'm sorry, unless you're at the beach. And even then, I prefer a slide. We've we've had this talk before. Um, love hearing your ick stories. Love hearing them. Are, are there any weirder ick stories out there? I'm just talking specific. Like, that. that's like a pretty standard one. I've gotten the ick. Like, my therapist is concerned about me because I'll be like, he literally just like he held his fork in a strange way and it was an ick for me. I'm I need to work on that episode of everything that's wrong with me because I think it would be really funny. Top of my list is, of course, my ick intolerance. OK, let's talk to Chloe. Good morning, Chloe. How are you today? Hi, thanks. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Good. I just finished my workout and my friend Madeline screenshotted your story and sent it to me and said, Chloe, you have to tell your horrible date story right now. Wait. Yay. I'm excited. This is so fun. Okay, please tell. Okay, so unfortunately, this only happened like two weeks ago. Oh, it's fresh. Um, It's fresh. This is partly like X, but also partly like horrible decision making on this guy's part. So um, I met the guy at a concert like a month ago at the Khalid concert. He mm. seemed really cool, really cute. Um, it took a couple of tries to get the date um, figured out. But, like, earlier in the week, he's like, why don't we go to Dave & Buster's? I'm like, Ooh, first of all, like, no. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> and an then, right there. Um, the da- yeah, that, that itself. Um, the day before, he's like, I have a better idea. Why don't we go to the state fair? Which, in Minnesota, that's a huge that's fun. fun event. Yeah, it's, like, that's... very normal to yeah. go. And I knew he was from California, so I know he'd only, like, been once. So I was like, okay, like, we're we're doing better. Like, great idea. And then day of the date, he's like, oh, actually, my brother um, is bringing a girl tonight, too, to the fair. So we could, like, do a little double date. And I was like, oh, like, we could maybe meet up with them uh, later on in the night. And then he didn't really acknowledge that I said that. So later on, um, I ended up meeting at his place because you have to do like a park and ride on the bus to get to the fair because the parking is insane. Okay. And he's like, okay, we're just going to go up to my apartment really quick. So I go up and then his brother is in there. And I'm like, oh, so we're not meeting them at the fair. Okay. Um, and then he, I look in the apartment. There's a dog kennel and a tiny TV on a mantle, no furniture. Oh, and uh, he was like, yeah, we just moved in. I was like, oh, how long ago? He's like, two, three months ago. I was oh, like, well, not oh, just moved in. Oh, oh, <laughs> and no. the brother is there, and I'm kind of talking to him, and the date guy disappears. I'm like, uh, okay. And then the brother is <laughs> cleaning clippers, like haircut clippers. And I'm like, no, no like maybe they're just done getting <laughs> ready on. or whatever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he puts on a haircut cape. No, <laughs> like, no, no, you're lying. <laughs> I want to be lying so badly. Oh, my God. And so then the brother comes back out, and the brother pulls out a cooler to sit on for his haircut chair. You are and lying. What What do then, you say at this point? Are you just looking on in horror? I, like, fight or flight, I flew to the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm texting my friends, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is so weird. And I can hear the cl- the clippers like still going like like out oh, in the back. So I'm like, God. it's still going on. Like, what do I do? And my friends are like, okay, you have to get a picture before you, you like ditch. <laughs> and they were like, 
honestly, like, just stay for the bit. Just, just like, it can't get much worse. Yeah. And yeah, do it for the story. Meanwhile, yeah. And I'd already canceled him once. So I was like, I kind of felt bad and I don't really know him. So I was like, I'll give him a chance. So go back out there. The haircut lasts like a half hour. Um, I'm leaning against the wall because there's no furniture. (laughs) And uh, I'm just like, this would only happen to me. I don't know what kind of karma I deserve for this. So then haircut's done. And then I'm like, all right, time to go to the fair. I'm like starving. And then he's like, oh, I got to take my dog out. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. God. So let me go up and down four flights of stairs because the elevator was broken. Oh, I'm like, my God. Sweating. It's really humid in Minnesota in the summer. And then I have to watch him pick up his dog's shit. So that's definitely an ick. And then that's just not something that you do on it. You don't you don't watch someone's dog shit and have them watch them pick it up until you're like exclusive. I'm sorry. Okay, that's my rule. And I'm fucking sticking to it. I do not want to see you pick up your dog shit until we're exclusive. And that's my final line. I 100% agree. That's so true. I thought it was so weird. I just like looked away. Yeah, it's like embarrassing for the dog too. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought it was like stupid that we didn't think to like take the dog out before totally. I got there. He didn't even ask me if it was okay. Anyway, we yeah. finally end up going to the fair. It's like fine, but oh wait, I back let me back up. Sorry, I skipped the steps. Then we get back up to the apartment. I'm like huffing and puffing after four flights of stairs. And I'm like to the brother, I'm like, hey like where's your date? Like she come in and he's like, oh she stopped responding. It's like, oh shoot. So like what are you gonna do tonight? He's like putting on his shoes. He's like, yeah I'm still coming. You're so kidding it's me this You're kidding. Guy and the fucking brother. So it's a triple date. It's kidding. Oh my god. Oh my god. A third wheel date. A third and wheel the date. The thing is, like for a, a little bit, like he the brother was kind of third wheeling us, but then the majority of the date I was third wheeling them. And like I was like, what oh is going god. on? And uh, we get to the fair. He does buy my ticket, buy my drink, but then like he'll randomly like go up and get a corn dog by himself and not offer me one. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. He seems like that vibe. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess I'll guess i'll get myself one because i'm fucking starving um and then i don't know it ends up being fine and then the final straw was there's two more final straws one more is like i go to the bathroom and we're watching this live band and i come back and the guys are surrounded by girls and i'm like oh my god what do i do i'm texting the group chat i'm like is this where i uber home by myself like is this where i leave it but my car was at its place so I just stuck it out. I, I went back up and I realized these are like high school girls. Oh. So then I'm like, and then I see the date guy go up to the bar. I'm kind of like, oh, maybe he's getting me a drink. And he comes back and he gives one of like the 17 year olds a drink. You're kidding. So like predatory. Um, yeah, not yeah, okay. He was like, yeah, they said they lost their ID and asked me to get them a drink. It's like, okay. why did you say yes? This guy's like, an idiot. Oh my god. I know. I know. And he's twenty seven. I'm twenty four. I'm just what? like how is this? This happening man is twenty seven. Dog shit haircut, yeah. no furniture, predator guy is twenty seven. Oh my god. Yeah. This is the date from hell. Yeah. This is the date from hell. It really was. Yeah. And then we finally I'm like, you know what, we need to go. We need to go. We go back to the buses. He is like, I got I know where the bus is. I'm like, okay. We're we start walking one way, ten minutes have to turn around and go the other way. That happens twice. Finally get to the bus. The bus is full. <laughs> and we have to wait for the next one. It was like, oh, my God. I was just, like, standing there, like, not even talking. We finally get back, and then he has to drive us to his apartment. We're oh, circling God. around his apartment for forever, trying to find street parking. I'm like, this needs to end. And then 
finally he finds a spot and he was telling me earlier in the date like that he's starting to get into country he's like yeah i want to play my favorite country song i'm like oh, okay like fine so he starts playing i don't remember what song but i knew it it was like a morgan wallen song and he starts he plays it and i'm kind of like getting my stuff i'm like after 10 seconds and then he was like hold on it's not over yet so he sang no along with the song no. for the entire three minutes no no was like if he my gave you a concert have a video he... of me Oh my god. He gave god. me a concert. Yeah, he couldn't afford the concert tickets, so he gave me one. Yeah. I uh, feel like you are entitled to some sort of a compensation for this date. This is like <laughs> actually the date from hell on every level. Oh my fucking god, like I'm so sorry. That I'm sorry, but it was really funny because it actually whenever no, I thought is. it couldn't get worse, it actually got worse. This is like uh, this is actually a good plot for the next season of American Horror Story. It's like American Horror Story date edition. <laughs> this is that's I Okay, but here's the thing. When you have a date that bad, you kind of are guaranteed a few good ones in the upcoming weeks. That's just how it works. It's not a science. It's magic. I think you do have some good dates coming because that's that's insane. I mean, the I really hope so. I mean, the the weekend like right after, I went to a friend's wedding, like a destination wedding, and I was like kind of going on dates with the best man. And he ended up fucking it up, too. He farted twice in front of me. And I was like, oh you know God. what? We've been on two dates. Like, <laughs> I know. And I ended it with him right after. I was like, I think this is my sign to just take a little break. Honestly, two farts would, would do me in, too. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. And if that makes it us petty, so, so be it. Yeah, no, that's it's it's enough. It's Again, yeah, don't fart so... at me until we're exclusive. And never. But, like, I mean, I need, like, a ring on my finger before you're going to have a fart. Sorry. Just, it's, it yeah, my boss, it like, never. I'm like, just, like, excuse just, yourself. Just don't do it just, just, just walk away yeah um exactly chloe you're a gem that was hilarious i literally have tears in my eyes i'm so sorry you had such a bad date but thank you for sharing all the icks with us there was too many icks to count that was like a that was just yeah. all all icks um but you you've got some yeah. good dates coming i i know it thank you i appreciate Thanks it for and calling we in. love you in minnesota oh. please please come visit minnesota do a rich mom walk with us we've I, got nice walking trails i bet i would love to come i'd love to come to the fair too i'll i'll, I'll buy you guys drinks and corn dogs because i'm not i'm not like a monster like your date is <laughs> finally someone will buy me a corn dog Thank <laughs> bye babe have an amazing week thanks for calling that was so thank funny you. bye hi megan how are you good morning Hi, good morning. Is this Tinks? It's Tinks. How are you? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm <laughs> Hi, I'm so glad you called. Thank you for taking my call. Um, you've been like my saving grace and my Bible mm. for like the past couple of months. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad I could be there and thank you for letting me into your life. What's going on? So uh, this weekend um, was the end of a situationship. I had okay um I was talking to this guy for like months yeah um every day mm -hmm. and sorry I'm a little shaky no it's okay take your time um yeah and so we talked every day so I went on a couple of dates and stuff but he was traveling for work mm -hmm. um he had a move in like beginning of August okay and then I went and visited him last month in September and everything was fine and everything okay. um but then after I visited him, I felt like I was just kind of being strung along. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure if he was talking to me, like, out of comfort or if he actually, like, was interested in me. And so last week, 
I brought it up. I said, you know, I feel like something's off. And he was reassuring, oh, no, nothing's off. Everything's fine. Um, And then on Friday, he was texting me. And I I don't know. I was just kind of, like, over it. And so I was just like, "Um, I'm not going to text him for the rest of the day. So I stopped replying to him. Yeah. And then Saturday he texted me and is like, hey, sorry, I busy day. Like, and so then I didn't text him for a while. And then I finally ended up responding to him at like 830 my time, which was like 10, uh, 1130 his time. Okay. And then it's just been radio silence ever since. What? Um, and so I'm just like trying to wrap my head around, like, how can you go from <sighs> talking to someone every day, telling somebody all these things, like, I want you to marry family or, you know, I want to explore things and then just all of a sudden radio silence wow and so was your last text exchange were you guys talking about you guys or were you just talking about other random stuff other random oh my god so he like fully it's a ghost yeah and so i'm just trying to like wrap my head around how to move forward like i'm obviously angry and I want to just be like go off on him but then I'm like I want to take the high road um yeah I don't think it's as much about the high road as I think it's about your sanity and what you can actually get from going off on him like it might feel good in the moment and I and I in this case I do think you know usually I say when someone goes to you don't you know what do you, you know don't go off on them what's the point however you went to visit this person you literally went on a fucking plane to go see this person (laughs) and I think it's so immature can I ask how old he is uh 27 actually it's gonna be 28 in like two weeks wow I mean that that in boy years is like 14 but still he should know better like that's (laughs) actually so it's that's mean You know what it is? In a a word, it's mean and cruel because there's ghosting. There's like small dick energy ghosting. And this is that. But this is kind of on another level because you went on a plane. Like, I can't I can't get over that. I I mean, I can't get over that he would do that. So I think. And I checked in with him. I gave him multiple opportunities and I told him, like, I hope that you'd be upfront with me if something's changed. And he's just like, no, no. So I feel like he just needed like his ego stroked and he is immature, but I just need to hear it from you. Yeah. And and he's a coward and he's a coward because, you know, a a, a normal person would say or a a confident and kind person would when given the opening of you saying, is there something up? He would take that opening. Right. And he would say, you know what, with my move, I'm just not sure that I can be here for you anymore. I don't I don't want to continue this. Whatever. It, that would have been a way kinder and more confident thing to do. This is this is cruel and mean. If I were you in this situation, I would send one more final text and I would say, hi, I think your lack of communication on what is clearly the end of our uh, fling situationship, whatever you want to call it, um, is is really cruel. I spent a lot of time with you. I came to visit you and the decent thing to do would have been to be upfront with me period and then be like you know no don't say you know keep it really strong don't say the word just don't Mm -hmm. say you know just be really strong and then say let me think um just be like I cared about you and I thought you cared about me and the respectful thing to do about a person that you care about is to be upfront with them 
And then I would say, please don't contact me again and just mic drop it because otherwise he's going to come back with some, you know, oh my, yeah, I've been stressed yeah. with my move or and blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck, okay, about his stupid lame excuses. <laughs> it's cruel. So I would just do, I, I know that going off, it like feels like it's going to be satisfying, but remember that we give ourselves closure. So I want you to construct a tight two or three sentence text in your voice that's just like, I cared about you. You disrespected me. Fuck off. Like, clean and then shut your phone and 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 please if he texts you again or if you think about him again I want you you to go control alt delete in your brain and say Tink says I deserve better and I know I deserve better because you do thank you yeah that's perfect I'm definitely gonna do that and I know I have a ton to be grateful for and I'm only I mean I'm gonna be turning 25 soon so Mm. I know that I have a lot to live so I'm not too you know distraught about it I'm just now really frustrated with myself that I gave this person so much time yeah and I'm just not confident with the people I'm choosing anymore like my picking process but that's your you honestly are I I don't mean this in a condescending way you are very young so you are at the Mm -hmm. beginning of your learning process with dating and you guys listen this is why dating is an important era It's not a means to an end. It's an important era where you learn. And so this experience, while painful, you are going to learn and think, okay, now if you start getting into another situationship where you're not getting the commitment that you want, you're not getting the level of communication you want, you're going to know sooner. You're going to spot that shit two weeks in. You're going to go, oh, whoa, I've been down this road before. Fuck this guy. I'm, I'm leaving. You know, that's that's why it's so important. And it's why it's so important to really analyze each relationship, situationship fling we have and think, what did I learn from this? What was good? What was bad? It's 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 really, really important. So you don't be uh, hard on yourself and don't worry because you're going to find that this is actually very instructive for you. Go go forward with your dating. Yeah, that's what I'm holding on to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sucks that I'm going through it, but it's better to go through it now than then yeah. Finding out later. And he's that. in a new town, so it's like out of out out of sight, out of mind. He can go fuck around with someone else in the new town because yeah. you know who cares about him. I like I'm going through like rabbit holes of like wanting to check his Instagram. Don't and all these things. block. So I'm like, oh no, I have to stop myself. Please block-, block him. Block him. Yeah, I'm going to California this weekend, and then Mexico in a couple weeks. So I'm super excited. Hell and yeah! Hop off, and have fun, and not think about him hell yeah yeah that's a great i mean a trip is the is a uh speedy route to getting over a breakup so i'm i'm pumped for you have fun with your friends take pictures fuck it you know he you deserve Thank so you much so better much. send the text block Thank him and and have fun okay you deserve more i love you oh yeah that is that's a classic that is a classic 24 I was doing the exact same thing. I was like, why, yes, I will let this mediocre straight man string me along for one to six months with absolutely no promise of anything apart from some bad sex. (sighs) Anyway, let's chat with Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Yeah, huge friend. Oh, my God. Just so cool that I'm talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, so I've been dealing with some retroactive jealousy. Are you familiar with that term? No. 
it's Tell like me. um you're jealous of a partner's past like their exes oh with. wow i i'm like, so interested to learn about that i didn't know there was a term thank you for teaching us that's yeah okay i get it okay sorry go on yes yes google help me <laughs> like what's this feeling yeah so i don't know i just kind of wanted any advice on like how you deal with you know knowing about a partner's ex like i'm currently with my boyfriend and i just um, you know, I know what his ex looks like. I know how she is. I've seen her. We actually used to live in the same apartment complex. Like, oh, wow. Crazy story. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just kind of like the comparison. And I, I know it's like a self-esteem thing too, but just any advice on like how to like not get jealous of like your partner's ex-girlfriend and not letting those thoughts like um, just kind of like take over. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Great question. A couple, a couple follow-ups do, does, uh, does your partner bring up the ex a lot or is there something specific that triggered this je- retroactive jealousy or is it just something that kind of bubbled up on its own? Um, he doesn't really bring her up much. It's kind of like we dated like three months after they broke up and okay. they were only together for a few months, but okay. like, um, some of his friends, like, um, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, they, they'll they kind of speak, like, ill of her, and, mm. like, her name will come up. So, like, here and there she'll come up, but, um, yeah, it started from there. And he doesn't bring her a lot, and if um, she does come up, it's, like, not a... Not a um, good thing. Yeah, yeah, which, you know... Okay. There's that, but um, I feel like that would make you does... feel better, yeah. <laughs> if they're always shitting yeah, on her. <laughs> yeah, it should, right? But then there's just like, okay, well, why is he thinking about her in the first place? Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Like, the fact that like I've seen her and like yeah. know her vibe. It's just like, oh, like she's yeah. a cool hipster girl. Like, do I don't you know. do just... you stalk her on social media? Uh, I have. I okay. Have. <laughs> okay. Okay. So first easy step gotta stop the stalking like literally just be like nope every time you go to it literally go on your phone and like play candy crush or or do something else on your phone like you have to create a new neural pathway that's that's the number one and i actually think that one's easier than the second Mm -hmm. piece of advice which well the second thing that i want you to think about is like this it kind of helps sometimes with jealousy where it's like he's not with her like he's with you and always Mm -hmm. it's it's simple but it's like you need to let that sink in like they broke up and he's with you now. And then the third thing is like a little bit more woo woo and deep. I I would read attached and try to figure out your attachment style. And then I would also I would f- kind of have a quiet think about your self-esteem and think about is there something else like another realm of your life that you feel a little knocked in that's maybe causing you to feel less than in your relationship or you know I I don't know but really have a quiet think and think was my self-esteem higher at a certain point in the past or is it just this guy or your sorry your partner or whatever or you know, really think what is triggering this? Because oftentimes you're right. It is a self-esteem thing that triggers the jealousy. And oftentimes it's something completely unrelated. So I'm making this up. Maybe you're having a difficult time at work and that's making you feel a little wobbly. And then this is how it's bubbling up. Mm -hmm. Because jealousy Mm -hmm. is a really easy emotion for us to reach to. Like when we're feeling, when we're feeling low in any way, jealousy is such an easy thing to grab for because it's, it feels good and juicy and it feels like, oh, you know, but it might be something else. And then you know what I'm going to say? The last thing is comparison is a thief of joy. And 
anytime yeah. you go to think about your partner's ex, you just have to be like, why am I comparing? It is literally robbing me of my joy. I'm in a relationship which sounds like it's great, sounds like it's steady and stable. So all you're doing is taking away from that joy or that potential joy. And and just try to think about it critically, like a like a math problem almost. Like if I if I do this, then it will minus my joy points and and try to mm-hmm. um and try to just think about that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's like really true. Just sitting with myself and asking myself like what's the root of why I'm feeling like this? Like um yeah, just sitting down with myself and exploring that. So yeah, and that's what I got to do. Yeah. 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 So just a quiet think cuz you really, yeah. you know, it sounds like this is a good relationship and and you don't want it to affect, you know, you don't want it to affect that and and you sound mm-hmm. also like a very thoughtful and um self-aware person and that's why I am giving you this advice because I think that with your mind you'll be able to kind of find the root cause and think about this critically because sometimes we can actually literally just critical think our way out of out of situations and I think that that's the case here because you're you're self-aware you have the tools and and I just want you to take this apart piece by piece and say I'm I'm going to be done with this yeah yeah absolutely that's honestly it's like sometimes you just need that little like pep talk of like come on you know what to do like and do it like yeah exactly it's a little it's a little mental homework and it's like sometimes you just need you know a plan like I would even write it out I would be like comparison is the thief of joy number two do not stalk number three he is not with her or he he is with me and uh you know number five or no you know whatever I've lost count yeah, yeah. of my, my <laughs> advice good thing this is recorded because I can't remember shit right. that I just said two minutes ago <laughs> no yeah honestly thank you so much um that it's just helpful and just like your experience and just your knowledge of it is like I, I really um take it into consideration so I appreciate good. you answering and just like being so thorough with your answer um of course and listen it happens to all of us okay I had a stock of my yeah. boyfriend's ex the other day. Hope he's not listening. Well, Hope she's not well, listening to this. <laughs> um, all right, babe, you're gonna be you're gonna be completely fine. Do the mental homework, and 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 it will be it'll be fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. It was awesome talking to you. You too. Have a great day. Lots okay. of love. Okay, let's talk to Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So love you. Oh my gosh. I too am a Virgo. Oh, hell um, yeah. I'm a single mom of two kids, okay. um, was raised in the city and I live in Jersey. I'm in the legal tech space. Okay. Okay. Um, I make over, you know, half a million a year. Hell yeah. My boyfriend. <laughs> you love a it. single love mom it. making over half a million a year. Like, can we just take a moment to appreciate how fucking badass that is and how proud I am of you? Like, if the call ended there, I'd be like, you're fucking amazing. So, congrats. No. <laughs> thanks. Carry thanks. on. I'm breaking those barriers there of the boys club. So, I'm yeah. actually loving it. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, I've been with my boyfriend for a little over two years. He was divorced December 2019. He's got two young kids. Okay. Um, he's not financially stable at all. Um, almost lost his house through COVID, was unemployed for 18 months, and he makes around one one thirty five a year. Okay. Um, you know, he wants to move in and, and, and start a life together. However, I'm a little uncertain, uneasy, because I feel that I put in a lot more emotionally and especially financially in this relationship because he's got a lot of, uh, you know, 
child support issues, no. back payments that he owes her. So I'm kind of like, you know, hey, do I move forward and just keep, you know, investing and, and find somebody who's on the on the same playing field as me? I mean, I feel bad in making my decision based on, on finances, but I'm really rethinking all of this. No, you're not making it only based on finances. This isn't at all about you being greedy or you being too focused on money. This is about you working your fucking ass off to create a life for your kids and for yourself and you being thoughtful about who you attach to this life because it does matter, okay? And it would be great if we lived in a world where love is all it takes and yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, it's not. And I think you're very smart to take pause at this juncture. If he's not financially stable and he moves into your house and all of a sudden you're sharing finances, and even if you don't share finances, it's like all the little stuff, right? It's like who buys the groceries? Okay, his kids are coming over. What food are they eating? What about toilet paper? All that shit adds up. And because you are you have control of your life and control of your finances, it will be imbalanced. So listen, I'm not saying break up with him, but I'm saying I think you should say to him, listen, when you're good and when you're stable on your own two feet, like we can talk about that, but I don't, I can't do that to my kids. And also you should say to him, you shouldn't do that to your kids because you need to prioritize your life and getting your shit together and with your ex-wife and whatever, whatever, before you forge another like house basically. And I feel really strongly about that. I mean, let me ask you this. Are you head over heels in love with him? Like, do you feel like he's irreplaceable? He's the one, like, this is the best you've ever felt? Not anymore. I mean, I, I was at one point, but then I'm slowly seeing these things, like all these red flags, like they're just jumping out at me. Yeah. Um, he's not a planner. I'm a planner. I'm big yeah. into no. planning vacations and planning my 401k. Um, he's just, I mean, he's a live it by the day kind of a no. person and that's not my thing. And he also drinks way too much. Listen, I'm oh. all for drinking and having a good time, no. but he can down a bottle of bourbon, you know, in a day. And that's not no. my thing. And no. I had these conversations and he's on like, um, what is it? Um, anti-depression medication too. So, I mean, in doing all, yes, I know it's a hot, holy mess. And I really, I feel bad in breaking up with him during the holidays too at that. There's there's no good time to break up with someone. And now that I've learned all this, I really feel like you deserve someone who cherishes you and and moreover, someone who values and recognizes how hard you work to create the life that you live. As someone who is like, holy shit, this woman is a boss. She is killing it by herself. She's a planner. I love that about her. Because here's the thing about women in general, but especially women like you, and I feel I'm similar to, we automatically mother people. Like it's just in mm -hmm. our nature. And we're like, oh, I can fix that. I can fix that. I can take that on. I can take on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. I can do that too. Listen, if you let this guy move in, if you let this go on, you're going to look up in five years. He's going to still be sitting on the couch with a bottle of bourbon. You're going to be planning everything. You're going to start taking care of his kids. You're going to start trying to organize his finances. And then what will be left for you? nothing. Mm -hmm. And this is why so many women feel like they don't own their own lives and why they don't have any joy and why they don't have any space for creativity and why they can't enjoy things. It's because of this. It's because you just bend and bend and bend and give more and more and more. And then there's nothing left.
So for your sanity, for your life, to honor how hard you've worked, I'm telling you, this is not your guy. There is plenty more fish in the sea. There is guys who will think it's fucking hot that you're such a rock star, and that's what you deserve. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to terms with that as well, and also coming to terms with even potentially being by myself, you know, indefinitely, because what's out there right now in terms of dating, especially in New York City, I was raised on the Upper East Side, dating there in the city, you know, I'm, my kids are older, I got married younger, and I got divorced when I was younger. Yeah. So the whole dating scene sucks in New York. And in New Jersey, um, it's even worse. So right. I'm okay with just, you know, doing my thing and traveling and, and just being a so-called spinster or whatever, but I, I'm really trying to come to terms with that more and more now. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's not binary, right? It's not like mm-hmm. this guy or like you're alone, and I get it. It's fucking rough out there. It's fucking rough. But you, at the end of the day, you have to look at like what fills up your cup? What mm-hmm. actually makes you happy? And it sounds like doing a great job at work, your kids make you happy, um, having a good life and making money and traveling makes makes you happy. And that's a lot, right? And and yes, we all want to find love. We all want a partner. But like, you can't put all your happiness eggs in that basket. And that's my whole thing. And I'm glad that you're kind of just at least warming up to that idea. I'm not saying that you, it's this guy or no one. I don't think that's true at all. But I actually think that a good use of your time and energy would be pouring it all into you what are you like go on a trip with friends try something new like that it's it's when you focus on those things that a person will drop in and I really do believe that I know it sounds like woo woo witch magic but it's like it's when you when you plan a trip to whatever Aruba and you're with your girlfriends having fun that you meet meet a guy at the bar and you're like wait now this guy is awesome like it's when you stop you know focusing on love is the only source of happiness that's when love mm-hmm. finds you and and you really just deserve someone who's who's going to add to your life like a man should only ever add to your life it shouldn't it shouldn't stress you out it shouldn't change your life it shouldn't uh make you upset like it should he should only ever add value and if he's not it's not good enough I don't think he is and I just have one more point to to add to this here like he makes me feel bad for working as hard as I do like oh fuck no. I wake up super early and I wake I go to bed late but I know I reap the benefits of my job and I know there's potential again I'm in sales so he makes me feel bad for even working on the weekends and he's just sitting there and watching TV or just going on Facebook and looking at what his friends are doing or what his ex-wife is doing. Fuck so, no. I mean, I no. think I know what I have to do. You and do. I, I, I've been wanting to talk to you for some time. And I saw on Insta that you were, you were on Sirius. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to, to reach out to her. And I totally appreciate your, your words of wisdom and totally love you. And I follow you. Absolutely adore you. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. You you're going to be great. You know what to do. And I'm just, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you called. Thanks. Thanks. Bye babe. Hi Mary. How are you? Hello. Hello. What's up? Hi. Can you hear me? I can. I can. What's going on? This is so amazing. I did not, I just ran out of my office building. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad you got through. What's happening? Yes, me too. Uh, Nothing. Actually, I'm in Miami and tomorrow is my birthday and I'm really hoping I get to meet you tomorrow. Oh my God. Happy birthday. What? That's amazing. How, uh, How old are you turning? 
26. Hell yeah. That's a sexy age. I love that. Yes, I love it too. Um, up until I started listening to you, I actually kept saying to myself, oh my God, I'm getting so old. I'm getting so old. But oh no, you're I a fetus. I feel so young now. You're a fetus. You are a baby. You are literally a baby. Wait, so what are you doing to, uh, what are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Um, I think we are, or actually we're renting a boat on Saturday oh my um, with my friend. God, how fun is that? That is so cool. And I actually had a question about that because I've been like stressing over it for a couple of days because yeah. a couple of friends who just, they're my good friends, but they aren't friends. Like they've had a falling out together and mm. I don't know. I just don't. You don't want the drama. I like. Yeah, and I don't want the energy on my... Like, I want to be able to have a good time and not be worried about if they're having a good time or if they're not enjoying it because of yeah. their past. I think, I think you could shoot them a... I think you should. You could call or shoot them a quick text and be like, hey, listen, I know that you guys have beef right now, but it's my birthday and I just want to have a good time. So um, let's just all like, let's just all enjoy Saturday and, and leave the drama on the shore or something cute like that. Like, because then it reminds them that it's really not about them. It's your birthday and you've, you've rented a boat, which yeah. is so fun and amazing. And it's like, no, no time for that. Like, I really don't like when people bring their bad energy into an event. Like it's very selfish. So it's like, just keep it lighthearted, but say something. So they're like, okay, like th there's no time for this. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to say, but I'm scared. I don't know. I don't want any of them to be like, well, like, you know, kind of put it on me. Like, well, oh, yeah, like, oh, you're a birthday diva, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. 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 And I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> no, but, but then, so then maybe call them. And so it's like, you know, sometimes text okay. gets misconstrued, but like if you call, then it's like, like, just be cute. Be like, babe, I like want to have the best time. And I'm like, you know what you can also do? You can kind of like tell a little white line, be like, I'm like anxious that there's going to be beef. Like, I just, can you like reassure me like that kind of vibe instead of being like, you can't have beef on my boat, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. okay I, I might give them a call today. Actually. Do it. Do it. Happy, happy birthday. I hope I see you in Miami. And if I don't have the best birthday, I hope all your wishes come true. And don't let these beefing girls ruin your amazing day because it's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Thank you so much. And please have a rich mom walk sometime soon in Miami. I know. I need to. I need to. I love you we so love much. You I love, love you back. You. Trust me. I'll see you guys soon. Okay, you guys, that was our show. I am literally sprinting to the airport now um, to go to Miami. I can't wait. I fucking love Miami. The energy, the food, the people are the best there. So um, I cannot wait and I hope to run into a lot of you. Don't forget my book is on pre-order now, theshift-book.com. It means the world to me. I've literally been working on it for like two years and it's my life's work. So if you enjoyed this radio show, you will definitely, definitely enjoy the book as well. I will be back on Friday with a very special episode episode of the pod until then be safe be sexy take pictures and have fun i fucking love you bye <laughs>